And here we go. What is today, anyway? Am I getting the right day right? Do I have everything right here? Let me check and see. You know, sometimes... Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't have everything right, but that's okay. We'll go on. (laughs) So, today is Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. Um, Remember, I get up every morning at like 4 o'clock in the morning and start going through the news for you. I'm I'm telling you this while I'm writing something down on here. Uh, Anyway, uh, and this morning there was a lot, of, a lot of news, just like there was yesterday. But hopefully it won't take as long as yesterday's was. Yesterday's was a long report. Um, and if you remember yesterday, by the way, this is PVTV, Political Views Television, with Peter Lawrence uh, here in Los Angeles. And if you remember yesterday, the CDC authored a report. Uh, they compared overall yearly deaths from 2015 to 2019 with 2020. Because they wanted to see if if they're counting uh, all the um, uh, COVID deaths or if they're missing something. Uh, the, re- the report said estimates of the numbers of deaths directly attributa- uh, attributable to COVID-19 might be limited by factors such as availability, uh, such as the availability and use of diagnostic testing, including postmortem testing and the accurate and complete reporting of cause of death information on death certificates. <clears throat> they found an excess of 299,000 deaths between, uh, I think it was between, what, January and like uh, two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, now, you remember uh, uh, that, uh, I, what I talked about yesterday, that 25 to 40,000 uh, uh, death reduction in flu due to uh, mask wearing and social dis- distancing also uh, which I also found on the website. Uh, what I didn't think about was was pneumonia, but there's a reduction in pneumonia deaths as, as well because of it, probably. Um, <clears throat> so the question I asked uh, of the CDC, and I and I contacted them yesterday. I said, basically, I said, does that mean you can add another twenty-five to forty thousand deaths because the uh, um, the flu is down because everybody's wearing a mask. Not as many people are getting the flu. So, like I said, I contacted the CDC yesterday morning and uh, posed the question. Uh, well, I got their response. <clears throat> they said, this is in part, it was a much longer response. They said, excess death estimates do not account for offsetting impacts of declining numbers for certain causes, as noted for pneumonia and influenza. I had only mentioned influenza yesterday. Fuller examination of all of the different and complicated patterns and trends by cause of death will be done when we have completed final mortality data. You know what this means? This means they didn't count the reduction in flu deaths or pneumonia deaths. That means you can add it to that 300,000, you can add probably another 40,000 uh, that have been di- dead from coronavirus. 
This means Donald Trump is responsible for at least 340,000 deaths so far. And, you know, 340,000 because I forgot to ask about pneumonia. I didn't even think of it. Um, my my um, numbers only took into consideration influenza. So watch for this in the future to be updated. Okay, when they, I, I guess they're going to wait until uh, the end of the year and then update the numbers. Anyway, uh, yesterday I also told you about uh, the story where registered voters in at least two states, it's, it's now three states, by the way, have received threatening emails telling them to vote for Trump on election day or we will come after you. The emails which were uh, received by voters in Florida and Alaska, probably Pennsylvania, I would guess, <clears throat> or maybe Michigan or Wisconsin, I don't know, had been sent uh, from Estonia and Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabian uh, servers saying, we are in the possession of all your information, email address, telephone, everything. You are currently registered as a Democrat, and we know this because we have gained access into the entire voting infrastructure. You will vote for Trump on election day, or we will come after you. Uh, change your party affiliation to Republican to let us know you received our message, and we'll comply. We will know which candidate you voted for. I would take this seriously if I were you. I mentioned that Estonia meant they were from Russia, you know. Anyway, this was before the investigation began. I mean, just when the investigation was began. And the FBI, uh, FBI has confirmed that Russia and Iran are threatening to get you to vote for Trump. The director of the uh, National Intelligence, uh, uh, John Rat Radcliffe, said, uh, and this is this is so, oh my God, this is, what he said was so partisan. It's unbelievable. He said, the messages were designed to intimidate voters, incite social unrest, and damage President Trump. Damage Trump? They were designed to help Trump. So, I'm going to ask you, think about it, use your critical thinking skills. Russia and Iran want you to vote for Donald Trump. So who do you think you should vote for? Seriously. Simple question. Russia and Iran want you to vote for Donald Trump. Who should you vote for? Come on. Come on, it's a simple question. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was that was pretty partisan of him. I mean, in all honesty, the uh uh, the email threats are, are, are so many levels. You can take them easy, e, e, uh, either way uh, as a threat to Biden or a threat to uh, Trump. But, but it's certainly not. It's certainly more to help Trump than anything, I would think. <clears throat> uh, the Supreme Court... Uh, in a five to three vote yesterday uh, evening uh, last night, overturned Alabama judges' district court ruling that allowed counties to offer curbside voting. Uh, the court gave no explanation for the decision, likely because it was an emergency application, so they didn't have time to to write a a full statement. Uh, the full force of uh, uh, but I'll tell you this one, yeah, the full force of lawyers representing the American with Disabilities Act will descend on the Supreme Court after this. I'm telling you, the 
This is one of the most powerful lobbies in the country, and this is not settled. Uh, we have curb voting uh, uh, here in California for uh, disabled people. So um, I think the problem was this, this guy that wanted to do curb voting was, I mean, he was older. He had Parkinson's and uh, uh, he had uh, lung problems and he was worried about coronavirus. And they said that uh, they wouldn't take the, take it out. Ooh, African-American, what a shock. They would not take it out to him in Alabama. Sorry, bud, you're not disabled. Sorry, move on. You're black. We don't want you to vote anyway. That's what happened, actually. And I, I, I'm, I'm really shocked that, that the, the court has already become so partisan after Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. They know they can do anything they want, and that's what they're going to do. And it's going to get worse once Amy Coney Barrett is, uh, uh, is installed. Uh, all 12 Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee voted to approve Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court nomination uh, this morning, uh, clearing the way for the full Senate vote on her nomination on Monday. Uh, Democrats had opted to, uh, they opted to boycott the hearing, uh, uh, leaving no one to oppose the uh, nomination, hoping to prevent the committee from establishing a quorum. Uh, instead, Democrats plan to hold a press conference uh, this morning during the hearing. They, they probably already held it. I just wasn't paying attention. Um, the, po- uh, the boycott effort appeared to be a long shot attempt at uh, stalling the federal judge's uh, confirmation to the high court. Uh, but Republicans move forward with uh, without Democrats anyway. Uh, they sort of need a quorum, but but they have a rule that says that they can an- ignore the rules, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> uh, oh God, it's like it's like playing Monopoly all over again. Um, a spokesman for uh, uh, the uh, um, the panel, the GOP panel pointed to a Senate rule that allows the committee committee to move forward and cited seven times the panel had curbed the quorum rules since 2006. But I'd like to remind you that twice in the last two, week, two weeks they, they uh, curbed the rules. I mean, they, they curbed it because there wasn't a quorum when he, when he scheduled it for Monday. There wasn't a quorum then. Uh, and that was like a couple weeks ago. So this is the second time they... In two weeks, they did... Seven times in four years. But twice in the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. <clears throat> China uh, threatened on Thursday to retaliate against the uh, uh, the latest $1.8 billion billion U.S. arms sale to Taiwan, but said it was not looking to get into any arms race with Beijing. Uh, the Trump administration has ramped up support for Taiwan through arms sales and visits by senior U.S. officials, adding to tensions between Beijing and Washington already heightened by disagreements over the South China Sea, uh, Hong Kong, and the uh, coronavirus and trade. You know, the, all, all those problems with China. Uh, Beijing has applied increasing pressure on uh, democratically ruled uh, Taiwan to accept Chinese, China's sovereignty. Uh, including by flying fighter jets across their uh, uh, 
the Taiwan Strait, which was normally serves as an official buffer there. It's it's like the uh, <laughs> should I say it? Yeah, it, it's like the neutral zone, you know, the between between the um, the neutral zone between the Romulans and the Federation. Yeah, don't cross it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, responding to the U.S. Uh, approval of uh, potential arms sale to uh, Taiwan, China, uh, Taiwan, China's foreign minister uh, spokesman Zhao Lijian uh, uh, said today, which was, of course, yesterday for us because it's you know they're like twenty hours ahead of us or something. Um, uh, anyway, during a news brief, uh, his daily news briefing, that uh, such stale sales should stop. Say that five times fast. Such sales should stop. Uh, the sales, uh, uh, this is what Zhao said, uh, seriously damages China's sovereignty and security interests, uh, send a seriously wrong signal to Taiwan independent forces, and severely damage China. U.S. relations and peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. Uh, you know what? There's a there's a lot of semblance in that sentence. <laughs> um, he went on, uh, and that China will make a legitimate and necessary response according to how the situation develops. He didn't give details, but China has sanctioned the U.S. companies in the past for selling weapons to Taiwan. Taiwan. Uh, though it's uh, unclear what um, uh, form they have taken. Uh, the, uh, the latest UM's, uh, uh, U.S. arms package includes sensors, missiles, artillery, and uh, further congressional notifications are expected for drones and land-based harpoon anti-ship missiles to serve as coastal defense uh, cruise missiles. Um, <clears throat> now, Scaramucci... Uh, former communica- uh, White House Communications Director, uh, Anthony Scaramucci. Remember, he was a White House uh, uh, Communications Director for 10 days before he realized that the president was a tool. Um, I shouldn't say that. He might have realized beforehand, but just waited an extra nine days. <laughs> um so Scaramucci has accused President Donald Trump of trying to shake down China for personal gain amid revelations that the president, uh, uh, president's previously undisclosed business interests in China, as reported by the New York Times uh, on Tuesday. Remember, I, we talked about that. Uh, and he was referring to, uh, uh, Scaramucci was referring to China's ZTE telecommunications firm. You've seen the commercials for ZTE in the past. Um, and it was uh, slapped with sanctions in April 2018 for doing business with Iran and North Korea, both of which were under sanctions uh, blocking deals with foreign companies. So they shouldn't have been doing that if they're going to be doing business in the United States. But it's a Chinese company, so I guess they would want to do that. Uh, Anyway, Uh, though the sanctions were working, the president rescinded rescinded them within two months. Uh, the two sides reached the deal to allow ZTE to continue operations. Uh, the firm would pay $1 billion fine and change its board within 30 days with a U.S.-picked compliance team embedded in the company. Uh, ZTE also agreed uh, to give the U.S. $400 million 
as a insurance for compliance. Uh, then, Trump tweeted in May 2018, President Xi of China and I are working together to give massive Chinese phone company ZTA, ZTE a way to get back into business fast. Too many jobs in China lost. Commerce Department has been instructed to get it done. So it was really just a cover-up. He just wanted to uh, do that. Maybe invest in ZTE? It's going to be interesting to see where his money went after the sanctions were slapped. You know? I'm, I'm interested in that. <clears throat> uh, the deal back then uh, baffled lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. Geo- GOP Senator Marco Rubio, who's a right-wing s- sociopath, he's, he's horrible, he said, China on the verge of winning again. Winning, winning, winning. Um, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said, the president who roared like a lion is governing like a lamb when it comes to China, which is true. For, why is it that Trump loves China so much? I mean, he, 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 he seems to love Taiwan more, which is a good thing. Uh, I, honestly, and I've said this before, there are some of the uh, 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 things going on in, in, in China between the United States that I agree with. But then again, there's some things that I do not agree with. So I'm uh, uh, mixed reviews on our relations under, uh, under Trump. Um, the U.S. government has labeled six more Chinese uh, media companies operating in the, U- in the U.S. as foreign missions in the latest round of its tit-for-tat between Beijing and uh, uh, Washington over restrictions on journalists, uh, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo announced the decision at a press conference yesterday saying that the uh, six media companies were substantially or effectively controlled by a foreign government. And he, of course, he's talking about China. Uh, Pompeo said, we're not placing any restrictions on what these outlets outlets can publish in the United States. We simply want to ensure the American people, uh, consumers of information, can differentiate between news written by a free press and propaganda distributed by the Chinese Communist Party itself. They're not the same thing. So basically they're saying it's propaganda. We're going to let them continue to do it. But you should know it's propaganda. I, I noticed Mike Pompeo didn't say that about Fox News, but, you know, that's that's another story. Uh, the U.S. operations of uh, Yikai Global, Jifang Daily, Xinmin Evening News, Social Sciences in China Press, Beijing Review and Economic Daily will all be affected by the decision. Uh, and that's according to the release from the State Department spokesman uh, Morgan Ortegas. Uh, Brexit trade talks are resuming in London uh, uh, today. After uh, today, which is, you know, really early this morning, maybe around midnight uh, from my time. Um, after negotiations hit a deadlock last week, uh, uh, both sides have a lot of legal detail to overcome in the next few weeks if they if they want to bridge, you know, the differences. There's a lot of differences. Uh, negotiators have been uh, stuck for months over issues such as fisheries, competition, competition, ugh, competition rules, and governance of uh, the uh, future accord. A lot of fisheries. Remember, it's it's basically a big island, you know. 
Uh, without new trade agreements in place uh, by the end of the year, exporters on both sides will face higher costs and barriers when doing business. Uh, this would prove an additional financial burden at a time when uh, many firms are already struggling due to uh, COVID, of course. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, going on, a judge has dismissed a third-degree murder charge. This is Derek Chauvin, uh, the guy who murdered George Floyd. Allegedly murdered George Floyd, I should say. A judge has dismissed a third-degree murder charge against Derek Chauvin. Uh, and he's one of the uh, four uh, former uh, Minneapolis police officers charged with uh, George Floyd's death. Um, uh, judge Peter, uh, George Floyd's murder. He's, I can say that. Uh, judge uh, Peter Cahill... Uh, also ruled Chauvin's uh, second, or Chauvin, what, I don't know how to pronounce his name, I don't care. Um, uh, his second-degree murder charge and manslaughter charges will uh, remain. Uh, Cahill also ruled against dismissing the aiding and abetting charges against the other three uh, fired uh, Minneapolis police officers already involved in, uh, 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 allegedly involved in uh, Floyd's uh, death. Uh, so tonight's the night. Uh, the debate is tonight, uh, six to seven thirty p.m. Pacific time, which is nine p.m. Eastern, uh, nine to ten thirty. The debate takes place at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the two candidates will will appear on the stage in person, uh, socially distanced from each other, and uh, of course, socially distanced from the moderator. The debate will be shown live on every major network and cable news channel, including ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, C-SPAN. You'll also be able to stream the debate debate live on YouTube via CBS News and other services like C-SPAN. The debate will also be streamed via Twitter's U.S. Elections Hub and their uh, Explore tab. Uh, The candidates will uh, have their microphones cut off while their opponents respond to the uh, first question of each debate's six segments. Uh, the topics in, uh, slated for discussion over the 90 uh, uninterrupted minutes, no, it's commercial-free, um, include fighting COVID-19, American families, race in America, climate change, national security, and leadership. Uh, expect blowhard Donald Trump to scream loud enough to be heard on Biden's microphone. I'm sure it's going to it's going to happen. And you know, the way that Donald Trump speak he, he jumps into different things. So I would think it's very possible that the moderator might jump into another question if Donald Trump uh, is stupid enough to bring it up. You know? Anyway, uh, like about uh, this com- uh, Biden computer thing uh, that uh, Rudy Giuliani had. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Uh, first, I want to tell you about uh, Senator Mitt Romney is among uh, uh, 220,000 Utahans. And yes, that's how you say it. Utahans. <laughs> it's spelled U-T-A-H-N-S. So uh, Utah, it's not U, it's not U-T-A-H-E-N-S. It's just N-S, which is kind of interesting <laughs> in its own uh, uh, little thing. Anyway, two hundred twenty, uh, him and 220,000 Utahans have already cast uh, their ballots. And not surprisingly, 
He did not vote for President Donald Trump. Remember, Romney is a Republican, uh, and he's the the uh, governor of Utah, uh, or the sen- I'm sorry, he's the senator uh, uh, senator of of Utah, one of the senators of, of Utah. Uh, Romney talking to CNN's uh, Manu Raju yesterday wouldn't say who he voted for. Uh, this should not be a, a, a surprise. I mean, Romney did not vote for Trump in 2016. Uh, he wrote in his wife's name instead. However, this time Romney, Romney would not say if he voted for Joe Biden or wrote in another name. Um, I, you know what? I, I would think, because Utah, I, I don't think it's really a toss-up state. It's pretty red. But I think he should uh, 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 select Biden. But I, I, I don't know what he did. I, it would be interesting to know. I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that uh, voting booth. Uh, on to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> uh, you know, the reputation of Rudy Giuliani isn't very good. Uh, and he's going to, if, if, if Biden wins, there is going to be some serious crap that's going to hit the fan pertaining to him. I mean, he's going to be under a lot of investigations. Uh, and his reputation could get even worse with the release of embarrassing footage in Sasha Baron Cohen's follow-up to Borat. Uh, In the film, uh, released on Friday, the former uh, New York mayor and current personal attorney to Donald Trump uh, is seen reaching into his pants and apparently touching his uh, genitals while reclining on a bed in the presence of, of the actor playing Borat's daughter, who is posing as a TV journalist. That's pretty deep. She's an actress playing Borat's daughter pretending to be a journalist. Okay, you got it? Anyway, uh, following uh, uh, an interview where weird things sort of happened uh, for a, a fake conservative news program, the, the, the pair uh, retreat... At her suggestion for a drink in the bedroom of the hotel suite, which is rigged with concealed cameras. After she removes his microphone, Giuliani lays back on the bed, fiddles with his untucked shirt, and reaches into his pants. They are then interrupted with Borat, who runs in and says, She's 15. She's too yo- too old for you. <laughs> Uh, although it's unfortunate, uh, the circumstances of the uh, setup appear consensual. Um, Giuliani is led to believe he was uh, being courted by this uh, reporter, and Giuliani claimed that he was only trying to take off his microphone and tucking it in his shirt. How can you be taking off your microphone, Giuliani, if it was already taken from you? And your hands were lingering a little long in there, don't you think? Anyway. Um, we're moving on. Uh, the volunteer in Brazil's trial of uh, Ast- uh, AstraZeneca's uh, COVID vaccine has died. Uh, one of the volunteers died. Uh, the Brazilian health agency and, and Visa announced that yesterday, but organizers said there was no reason to stop the trial, uh, an indication that the death is not linked to the vaccine. Except it, 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 if he got the placebo and died of COVID, it's sort of linked, but not really. <clears throat> anyway, 
The news uh, operation said that it was uh, notified of the death on Monday, but the International Evaluation and Security Committee overseeing the trial recommended that the trial continue. It was not clear whether the volunteer received the vaccine or the placebo shot as part of the trial, and uh, and Visa uh, and Visa said no more information was being released for the reasons of uh, medical privacy, of course. Uh, a spokesman for the vaccine maker uh, AstraZeneca declined to comment specifically on reports that a volunteer in the trial of the of a coronavirus vaccine in Brazil had died, but indicated nothing had happened to justify stopping the trial. Now, huge news. Huge, this is good news. Uh, huge LGBTQIA news. <sighs> running out of alphabet. Uh, in the documentary, uh, Francesco, which premiered in uh, at the Rome Film Festival Wednesday, uh, yesterday, uh, which was actually day before yesterday, because it was, of course, in Rome, which is, you know, half day ahead of us. Uh, anyway, uh, the Pope called for uh, civil union law to ensure gay and lesbian couples have the same legal rights as married straight couples. Pope Francis said in the documentary, homosexual people have a right to be in a family. They are children of God and have a right to family, to a family. Nobody should be thrown out or made miserable over it. Couples should be legally covered under a law allowing civil unions. I stood up for that, and uh, the uh, that's what he said. Uh, it will be released uh, next week. Here, it'll be released next week. Um, Hurricane Epsilon is already a Category Three. Remember, it just uh, it just formed formed a night before last. Uh, anyway, it's already a, a Category Three storm. Uh, and it is east southeast of Bermuda, moving at a uh, 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 moving northwest at ten miles per hour. So I assume. Um, let me see. It's east southeast, moving northwest. Uh, so it's gonna. It, it uh, the bands are gonna continue to hit uh, um, Bermuda as it uh, moves on. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, like I said, Epsilon, we ran out of alphabet. Um, Now, this is really cool. And I saw this. Uh, I saw a picture. Oh, you got to see pictures. This is really cool. Uh, Zookeepers in uh, uh, the British city of Bristol are giving a baby gorilla round-the-clock care, including bottle feeding, through the night as his mother has been struggling to look after him. Uh, the team of keepers at Bristol Zoo Garden said that the baby, now two months old but still unnamed, was not getting enough milk from his mother, Kala, uh, to survive and would now be hand-reared for the next four months. And talk about cute. You really need to go online and see a picture of this cute baby gorilla. Frickin' adorable. Uh, moving on, Dexter fans. Are you a Dexter fan? The show will be returning in 2021. The show, Dexter is returning in 2021. Honestly, I only saw one episode. Uh, but this should uh, be good news for someone. 
I'm sure a lot of people are fans of Dexter, you know. Uh, I heard that half the seasons sucked and half the seasons were brilliant. So, uh, but the, the, uh, apparently the original writer, the original showrunner, he's going to be on the show. So that's good news for Dexter fans because he's the one that did the good seasons. Um, and that's it. Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. This is PVTV, Political Views Television. Uh, remember, <clears throat> and I'm going to try and remember to say this every time. Um, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people, and don't you forget it. Um, what is going on? Okay, that's good. Let's see how I did. Less than uh, yesterday, but still a lot. Uh, thanks for listening. Bring back someone tomorrow. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.